America's founders knew power corrupts, and ultimate power corrupts ultimately, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. That's why they built in checks and balances to prevent any one group from seizing all power. And that's why our president is elected by a college of electors to protect the rights of little states like Delaware and Wyoming against giants like New York and California. After all, our country is a republic, the United States of America, not the United States. Our states are independent, sovereign powers who created the federal government, not the other way around. And that's why all power ultimately lies in we the people and the states, not a central dictatorship of cronies. Did you know that? Thank God for the U.S. Constitution. Find out more how our amazing Constitution and Bill of Rights protect us, the citizens, against power craves politicians in Washington. Help us take back America. Go to OurAmericanRights.com. Brought to you by the American Media Council. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now... RadioLawTalk.com Welcome to Hour 2 of Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Denise Dirks. Cal Hunter's our producer, and we've Todd Cunin as another one of our co-hosts. We've had a wonderful time, hour number one. Remember, uh, most of the time, we are three hours on most radio stations. We are getting close Close to 100 affiliates. Uh, we're trying to. We're pushing hard. So call everybody. Tell your neighbors. Tell them to call their local radio stations to add Radio Law Talk because it is on fire. We're on fire. In fuego. Fire. And you know what? If you want to call us, call us at 855-LAW-RADIO or go to our website uh, and www.radiolawtalk.com. You can email us at info at radiolawtalk.com. Just so you know, the info at radiolawtalk.com, we do get some wonderful emails from people, and we really appreciate it. But I'm sorry, we cannot, if you say, I have this issue and I need a legal opinion. Now, you can call the law firm of, of, of different people you know, that are listed and talk about their specific you know, uh, type of area law that they handle, but we cannot answer your legal questions under Radio Law Talk. Let me give you a big reason why you wouldn't want to have your legal question answered on the air. Yes. There's this thing called attorney-client privilege, this thing <laughs> called confidentiality, where if you meet with your attorney in their office and it's just the two of you talking, anything you say, absent a few exceptions, but pretty much anything you say is held in confidence by the attorney. Yes. Okay? If you call an attorney on a national radio show and spill your guts, guess what you just lost? A friend of mine. That's what you, that's what you did. A friend of mine. Yeah, a friend, a friend, of, friend mine. of mine had a question. Yeah, and... asking for a friend. So, yeah, call an attorney. Yeah. Pay them. Take yeah. advantage of the attorney-client privilege and have your yes. specific issues answered specifically to you. And you many know? attorneys have a free consultation. The that's first true. One. First yeah. one. Or a Not short, all, but short, many short. Yeah, yeah that's, mm-hmm. notice Todd said pay him. That's exactly yes, or, yes, or pay yes, her, or pay, her. Yeah, pay yeah. him or her. That's exciting. I'm glad that you stuck up for us, Todd. That's well, the, no, the only reason why I say that is because oftentimes you see, I, I see this in the movies all the time, and I don't know that this is, you know, the, the cops are coming, and the attorney says, quick, give me a dollar. 
what, quick, give me a dollar. And the defendant says, well, all right, I'll give you a dollar. And they're not their attorney. Now you've retained me. Anything you told me is in confidence. Which, by the way, you don't like, have to give them Yeah, you don't have either. to give them a buck, but it's great for theater. Yes, yes, it's great for theater. <laughs> all right, you don't have to give a buck. Maybe a quarter, but Maybe anyway. a quarter, yeah. Um, and, and, and look, last hour we talked about uh, the big issue about whether or not you're going to have to have a vaccine card and the constitutionality of it. And we're going to follow up with that. And that we, we have a case or no case, but I want to quickly follow up on that before we hit the case or no case. Because what we were talking about last hour, uh, and we try not to drag it into hour two. We always like a quick stop segment. So hour two is a completely new type of segment, right? Or a new hour. But we have to roll it over discussing this 1905 case that's right that that discussed uh vaccination issues and how it may apply today so go ahead so, so the case was jacobson versus massachusetts and, and denise on the break we were talking about and you pointed out that when you talk about that this case was under the police power and the reason why we say that is because jacobson was actually prosecuted as a violation of law because he didn't get vaccinated for smallpox in Massachusetts back in the early 1900s. And he said, I'm perfectly healthy. And, you know, there's there's adverse consequences to being vaccinated. And some people have had all of this kind of stuff and I shouldn't have to. And he was prosecuted and it went before the U.S. Supreme Court to uphold to determine whether or not the, the prosecution and the conviction was valid. And the U.S. Supreme Court in 1905 said, yeah, it was valid. Essentially, they pointed out that a state not only has the right, but the responsibility to enact legislation for the health and welfare of its citizens. It's a state. Is That's it federal right. government or it's, state? It's the state. And they said, as the, as the Supreme Court and federal government, we can't go in and tell a state. If we were to if we were to side with the with Jacobson in this case, we'd be gutting that privilege and right of the states to enact legislation for the health and welfare of their citizens. So what about Texas and and Florida now then, Todd? So so the so the court here said we we can't step in and deny them that. Um, So it's up to each state. But then the court included this caveat after holding that it was appropriate that to require the vaccine and everything. And this is going to be what. All those in support of the vaccine are going to go into court holding up this case saying, see, in Jacobson, it says this it has been the law for 115 years. But listen to this last paragraph, second to last paragraph of the case. The court says before closing this opinion, we deem it appropriate in order to prevent misapprehension as to our views to observe perhaps to repeat a thought already sufficiently expressed that the police power of a state, whether exercised by the legislature or a local body, may be exerted in such circumstances or by regulations so arbitrary and oppressive in particular cases as to justify interference by the courts to prevent wrong and oppression. So in this case, the Supreme Court said, look, yes, everybody needed to be vaccinated for smallpox. Yes, it was a problem. Yes, your conviction is valid. 1905. But we also understand that there may be things in the future where a requirement on the part of the state could be oppressive, could be arbitrary, and we're not going to say courts can never step in to address that. New York put Typhoid Mary on an island until she died. When they finally figured out who she was, she, you know, she was banished. Yeah. Yeah. So that's you. You worry about it. It's a little bit scary. uh, This what's been going on. And luckily we have a Supreme Court to try to decide this and whether or not this is oppressive or too extreme to make us have a a, a vaccination card or require people to be vaccinated. Or if it's being enforced in an arbitrary manner. That's exactly right. 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 Or whether or not you have protections under the ADA, the HIPAA laws. You know, or, or constitutionally, we're going to see what happens because 
this is interesting. And trust me, it's going to go before a court. I mean, yes. we are so litigious now. <laughs> it's going to make it to a court. And you know it has to because, yes. um, because the COVID is more like a flu in terms of that it can be it can come on again and again and right, again. And right. because it is so transmissive right. between humans, um, it's going to be going on for at least another five years for right. sure. And if so. you wanted and if you wanted to read the tea leaves a little bit, it's going to be interesting to see how this court sides, because before back when it was a five, four, four split before the before Barrett got on the court. There were cases that came out where the justices says, well, you know, look, this is a terrible pandemic. Of course, they should be able to close their businesses. The state should require this, should require that. And then it shifted around to equal protection. The court has kind of been all over the map in terms of how seriously they view the pandemic, despite the percentages and how they will rule. I think right now, uh, boy, it's, it's a toss up. I think they're not going to touch it for a while. It's not ripe. I think Fred hit that last hour right on the point that it's still got to percolate through the courts and the, and and in different ways, not just criminally, but not just civilly. Not all these different ways have to come up, and then they're going to look at it. Plus, I see our Supreme Court right now being extremely cautious about touching any cases at all that is could create civil strife. And I agree with that. They've got to make sure that they get their hand sanitizer before they touch it, too. <laughs> I think that's exactly right. But here's the other thing, Denise and Todd, that I think is an issue, right? The issue also is going to become, become state or federal, right? States, yes. right, compared to federal rights. Yes. I think that's going to be a huge issue because you're going to have states like Texas and Florida that are going to say, no requirement for vaccination card in our state. You know, and some other states, the Utah probably, or some other conservative type states, and you're going to have more liberal states like New York and California requiring it. Does the federal government make that decision, or do the states make that decision? Yeah, but the great. federal government will get involved if, for example, California says we won't let any of our state workers go to Texas because they don't require a vaccine. Now it's commerce between the states, and it pulls the federal government right back in. That's exactly Woo! right. It's going to be fun. Radio Law Talk is the place to be. Man, I don't know why people don't just sit there and listen to us all day. We'll be back. We're going to talk about Burning Man and COVID-19 vaccinations. It's because they have to mow the lawn, Fred. (laughs) (laughs) And do the dishes. Well, they can have headphones. They have headphones. (laughs) Stay tuned. More Radio Law Talk is coming right up, right here. Don't go away. This portion of Radio Law Talk is brought to you by Strauss Naturals. For more information, go to StraussNaturals.com. That's S-T-R-A-U-S-S, StraussNaturals.com. Wayne Elliott here to tell you about my experience with Strauss Naturals Heart Drops over the past 20 years. Strauss Heart Drops saved me back then and changed my life forever. It's hard to describe how invigorating it is when you support your healthy blood flow everywhere. There is scientific evidence that Heart Drops ingredients help maintain healthy lipid concentration. Cholesterol is in the blood lipid group. This supports blood flow, our body's most important function. I was able to maintain a healthy heart and blood flow. Strauss Heart Drops work, I can assure you. No contraindications with pharma drugs. Strauss Heart Drops are safe and Strauss guarantees your satisfaction with a hassle-free guarantee so you can't go wrong and certainly have nothing to lose. I've seen folks taking heart drops that have greatly improved their lives. Available online at StraussNaturals.com. Thank you very much. 
These products may not be right for you. Always read and follow the label. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years. People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-451-1124. 800-451-1124. That's 800-451-1124. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell on your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick 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 Quack car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack car. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it worth it if you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance call right now and learn for free how to get it listen affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away so give us a shout right now 800-670-0940 800-670-0940 that's 800-670-0940 If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. Are, Are you serious? Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. It is. It's very stressful. Yes, we're back on. Oh, we are we back on? We're talking about stress. <laughs> Cal's like, hey, 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 hey. Yeah, hey. I'm getting a little stressed myself. <laughs> we're, 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 we're having a, a rousing vaccination debate and mask debate over mask the Mask yes. debate over the, We're talking about, just seriously, we, we don't mind talking about what we talk about during the Save break. Save it for the open it, mics, fellas. It, Here we go. It comes down to, this has turned into people that get along really well that, that now fight. Yes, you know? Denise. We oh. were having, we, we look, look. So in the first hour... 
Denise said dining really fast, and I thought she said dying in the parking lot when we we're talking about restaurants. Yes. So, so now in the second hour, apparently we have words being, you know, conjoined, yeah. creating some sort of confusion here. It's a mask with a K debate, mask debate. Okay. Denise. So Denise. Stop. So, so the mask debate. Is something that we were discussing easy, over the break. Easy, easy, okay. easy. Just, just calm. Denise is our salt. Denise is our foundation well, of the three boys here, well, the three little pigs. She's turning red right now and turning away from both of you. There's a hint there. <laughs> I know. What do we do? People are like, "Why am I listening to this show?" I was asking why people don't listen. And that's not the lawn mowing, Cal. It's this. That's a good. Okay. Why do we bring up Burning Man? Why is Burning Man so important? We like to talk about. Oh, oh we do oh, case. Are we doing no a case or no? Because you're right. Like, case we are no all tied. You're right. We're all tight. Okay, doggone. We got to do case. But we're going to talk about Burning Man in a minute. Yes. And when we talk about Burning Man, there's a reason why every single year we talk about Burning Man. And, and the reason we talk about it is, in general, because there's always violations of the law. We're going to talk about that. Before we do that, we're all tied up, and we're going to do case or no case. Cal, the second case or no case. Roll and not coincidentally, case or no case about two nearly burning men. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! Their names were Joseph and Jonathan. Jonathan, Joseph and Jonathan. They were traveling from Denver to Honolulu. They got on a flight from a major airline. But when they did, and the plane took off, they thought this flight would be their last. As they were looking out the plane window, like many passengers do, they saw fire envelop one of the engines, and then it exploded. They said, we were terrorized and traumatized. At the time of the emergency, a video was posted on Twitter showing the engine blasting into fl bursting into flames after takeoff. Pieces of burning engine debris were flying all over the place. One place fell down into a person's house in Broomfield, Colorado. The plane was carrying 231 people. But you know what they say about airplane landings. A great landing is one you walk away from. So all's well that ended well. All the passengers, all 10 members of the crew, returned to Denver. No injuries reported. The men separately sought counsel, asking them, because of my trauma, might I have a case? I was emotionally damaged by this airplane engine bursting into flames. So I ask you, and I think, uh, Denise, I think we're going no, with you. Oh, Fred. Okay, Fred. I ask you, case or no case, my friend. Real scenario, this happened, and I believe, um, I think it's Southwest. I don't remember which, it might have been Southwest, and they landed okay. The answer is, it is a true scenario. Um, did he bring a case? Uh, no, he did not. So this is not a case. But if he did, I doubt he would win this individual man that claims that he had suffered from trauma without physical injury. Um, I'm going to say no case, even if it was a case. But I'm, but I'm going to say no case. And you're saying if it was a case, he shouldn't have been. He, okay. should, he shouldn't have been. He would have <laughs> lost. He would have lost. Okay, Denise, what do you say about this? Um <laughs> It is definitely a real scenario. I remember this. And the issue was, can it be intentional infliction of emotional distress or that type of injury? Because they looked out the window and they saw the engine on fire. And that's not something that is an intentional act. That is an unintentional act. Um, it may be a product defect or it may be something along those lines. But I don't think that they're going to get damages just for their mental anguish. Mm. So I'm going to say that it is a case and they lose. Okay. Uh, Mr. Kunin, what do you think about this, this airplane that goes to, on, on the way to paradise, they nearly, literally went to 
paradise. Uh, yeah, so you're talking about this. All I keep thinking is that uh, scene from Twilight Zone, the movie. There's a man on the wing of this plane. Yes. Oh, he's throwing, right. he's ripping parts of the engine. Look, look. Uh, I'm going to say that I'm, I'm going to agree with Fred that this is a true scenario, but it's not a case. And the reason why I'm going to say it's not a case is because in this particular case, and by the way, this is not going to invalidate my answer is no case just because I might be wrong as to the scenario I'm thinking of. Okay. But I think this just recently happened. I remember there was there was one that recently happened, especially because you mentioned that the video was posted on Twitter. But I, I, I it seems to stick out in my mind that there was one that happened like within the last four or five months. Um, a uh, uh, Hawaii uh, Hawaii bound flight that was near Denver that had to do an emergency landing because the plane engine blew up. And so I agree that it's not a case, even if it was a case, it ain't been filed yet. And so because it's too close. But at this point in time, no case. True scenario, but it has not resulted in a case yet. It really is fascinating to watch these mines just you can see so the gears and the transmission turning. Sometimes you can see the clutches slipping, but you can see how, you know, the this, this, slipping. This, this great mind. <laughs> well, in, Are in, you in, talking in, to me? In my <laughs> case, it's just a hamster on a wheel, yeah. but we get it. I'm just saying. Well, so, you only have two minutes. So I don't, I mean, we got a minute and a half. So I don't want to try to. Can you get it in in a minute and a half? Of I course. think no care. I can. I can. Yeah. <sighs> so the question is I want to know who said it was a case. Uh, Denise said it was a case. Well, Denise. Congratulations. Someone brought it. Yep. Each man found an attorney, and the same attorney who specializes in airline issues filed cases for them for $50,000. They settled out of court for significantly less than that, but they did settle. and For a bag of peanuts. Well, probably. And they did win. Maybe a free trip back to Hawaii. And that is... When was this? I don't have a year, but it was a recent case. So I only get one because I said they lose. And since they settled and got money, they win. Yeah, so one point for you. Okay. Wow, because you know what? I mean, oh, man, really? I don't know. I'm a personal injury lawyer. You know, sometimes you just have to say no to some cases. they got to tough it out sometimes. Look, I could see see the airline uh, resolving this only from the public relations standpoint. Yeah. Our plane blew up. <laughs> Our engine blew right. up. And it, and it might do us more harm than good going forward to try to fight this when there's video all over the Internet of our engine blowing up. I think it's up. the Simpson thing. Uh, take a couple. Okay. All right. I want a few few passes. Uh, I don't have to wear a mask from now on on the plane. And a couple of chocolate chip cookies. We're done. And enough. I never have to pay taxes again, like at the end of many big movies. I never have to pay taxes again. All right, we're going to talk about Burning Man when we come back, uh, the second half of hour number two. Stay with us. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with my friends, Todd and Denise. This is Radio Law Talk. We'll be back. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. 
Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. That's 800-711-9218. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years, people have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-451-1124. 800-451-1124. That's 800-451-1124. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. It's 800-918-1376. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. Who told you that? Not Larry. Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. So, uh, so have you ever, Cal or Denise, have you ever thought to yourself, you know, it would be so great to go out in the middle of nowhere and be covered with a fine dust, a fine mist, sand, if you're not in a finer than sand, have it get everywhere, permeate every crack and crevice of my vehicle so that when I drive home, it, I take evidence of that the entire drive home. Have you ever wanted to do that? Absolutely. Every week I'm thinking if I could just find some sandy spot and get dust in my shorts, in my socks, down my shirt, anywhere I could go. Or maybe just go completely buffo naked and just get silt everywhere anyway. You know, or paint on a costume. Oh, that even you know? better. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Look, look, it, folks, if that tickles your fancy. <laughs> Metaphorically. <speaking. laughs> yes, yes, yes. If that does... Uh, well, then Burning Man might be for you. And that's held like every – it's the last weekend in August. It goes uh, the last weekend in August and bleeds over into the first week in September. Isn't that when it runs? Yeah. Okay. And, and it's, it's out in the middle of the desert in, uh, in Nevada. And last year it was canceled because of COVID-19, because of the pandemic. But this year they tentatively plan on having it, but they ran into a bit of a wrinkle due to a post made by the event organizer. I get it, skin wrinkle. <laughs> there you go. That was see, good. Yeah, you see what I, like I did that. there? Yeah. I did. I like so, it. So, so, so this is what happened. And, and look, this is tough because – just because you make a mistake that might cost business, when you rectify that, it doesn't mean all that business will come back. And here's what happened. So on the Burning Man website, the event organizer released a video uh, about a week ago saying that, hey, we're going to have Burning Man, but vaccinations will be required because they're required by the state of Nevada. That's a quote. OK, here's the problem. The state of Nevada does not currently And they might in the future, but currently they do not require a vaccination to attend such an event or any events. As we talked about earlier today, that 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 train is coming. But for Nevada, it's not there yet. Well, there was a lot of public backlash and outcry because the event organizer for Burning Man, because she had said that. So she goes on to release 
a subsequent video saying, look, I misspoke. Sorry. That is not the law in the state of Nevada. But the question now is, I wonder how many people looked at that and decided, okay, well, I'm not going to go. And and people plan for this for almost a year in advance. They're, they're, they plan what they're going to drive and what they're going to live in and what costumes and what they're going to bring to barter and all of that stuff. And it does require the Burning Man um, officials to come up with a state and county plan on safety and health. And that's why I think she came out and misspoke is because she was thinking in the, you know, they were thinking that they have to have health and safety at the forefront here. And in order to have health and safety at the forefront, then they could um, require vaccination proof. And, 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 you know, one of the things here is, look, this is an event that it it attracts 80,000 people a year. It's 100 miles north of Reno. And it attracts about 80,000 people a year to it. Several are international individuals that you know, from outside the United States. And so the question here is the people that would normally attend Burning Man, what do they do? And again, this is similar to what we talked about the first hour. What do you do if you don't have access to it? What if your country doesn't have access to giving you the vaccine um, or you're, you're prevented from taking it somehow or you can't afford it because you come from a part of the United States where you, you can't get it or you can't afford the county that you live in doesn't have it you haven't been afforded the opportunity or you to have can't it yet. take it because of health considerations or religious beliefs exactly and so or um, maybe 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 you just don't want to yeah you know here, here's well, true or do you believe that taking a horse tranquilizer will have the same impact as uh, a vaccination. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's a bit you hard. Wait, wait, wait yeah. a second. You're going to go to Burning Man. You're going to take all sorts of stuff while you're there. But the vaccine, that's where I draw the line. That's where I draw. <laughs> so just... they have they have not, as a bottom line, decided whether or not they're going to restrict entry to people that are vaccinated or whether or not they're going to require uh, uh, testing at the event because they could also offer um, testing you know, right there and then at the event to make sure that, that people don't have COVID. It's not going to be a high risk. Or COVID quarantining. Yeah. But, but this is this is where, from a business standpoint, the faux pas of making that statement about the law when that wasn't really the law might hurt them. It doesn't just impact the people that plan on uh, the 80,000 or some odd folks that plan on attending it. They also have to consider the folks that have the theme camps in the in uh, Burning Man. You've got various different areas to folks say nothing go. of the actual Burning Man himself, Todd. Well, somebody's got to bring all those so, sticks and build the Burning Man. Somebody's got to build the gun, right? Exactly. Right. Right. It's, it's like a huge Trojan horse. We got to. So, um, and and right now they only have a twenty to thirty percent commitment from the previous Burning Man. Of, of camp organizers, various locales within the event, they only have a 20 to 30 percent commitment of those folks coming back. And when you make a statement that says, hey, we're going to require vaccines because the state requires it, you wonder how many of those camp organizers are going to say, sorry, we, we ain't coming back. And if they don't come back, then people won't show up. I mean, it's like it's like going into a mall that is reopened in where I lived uh, growing up back in the 80s. We had a uh, a flood and there was a kind of a popular mall that was pretty full and it flooded out when they reopened the mall two or three years later. After the flood, they redid it. There were maybe 10 percent of the stores. You ever walk through a mall that's only 10 percent full? 
Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's depressing. It's, it's eerie. Yeah. And nobody's going to want to go to Burning Man, using that mall analogy, if you only have 10, 20 percent of the usual attractions have returned. It's, I mean, it, if, if the body painter and the person making metal jewelry body sculpture, if they're not there, I'm out. I, I, I agree. The same thing with any piercings and that the are photo booths. I want well, to see the photo booth. Yeah. What we know from past shows is that Burning Man was a nonprofit. So they're set up in a way that they can't really profit, and, but they don't want to lose money. So they have to uh, make enough money to pay and, and at least break even. And they have to pay a lot of event organizers um, because the event organizers have to be there. They have to police it and. And they have to make sure that everybody's um, like abiding wedding planner, by Like laws. wedding planners in body paint, Denise. That's what they are. They're just going to little clipboards and going, okay, go over here and, you know, take care of business. Yes, basically. wedding planners <laughs> in body paint. So, so I, you know, I still, look, we, we've been doing this show for four years. And every year we talk about this. I'm still waiting, Fred, for you to, uh, to go to Burning Man and send photos. Uh, Cal, you get he, Cal's got to turn me on. Yeah. So um, here's there. the deal. Here's the yeah. deal. Uh, did Cal, I get, good, good, good luck with that. Yeah. <sighs> I, I, the minute I said that, Denise, <laughs> stop it. What it comes down to is this. I remember the time we talked about Burning Man, and, and we had the show, and I stopped, stopped by the local. I'm going to ding, 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 give him a little plug, Safeway, the local Safeway. And sure enough, we were just talking about Burning Man, and it just ended. We are talking about the legal issues and lawsuits. Not lawsuits, but, but violations And, and uh, as a former prosecutor for the DA's office and, and criminal lawyer uh, that, you, that you are now, that uh, you discussed the different legal issues and violations that were occurring up there, right? And sure enough, pulling in the parking lot, this big old dusty old... <laughs> You know, school bus and about 10 kids. I'm talking kids because I'm old, probably in their early, in their 20s, sitting around. They're dirty and they're just like having a soda or something or a beer. I don't remember what they're drinking. Sitting around the freaking thing. And I had to take a picture of it. And I thought we tweeted it out one time, but I just looked at that and almost walked over and said, you know what, guys? I just talked about you. But that, but every year it's about, you know, not only the money that they're, that, that, that that's being created, which is kind of opposite, like you said, Denise, of what was going on, but the laws that are broken and the issues. And to tell you the truth, I think they're getting a better and better, you know, grasp of it. The big issue came after the Me Too movement, right, Denise? After the Me Too movement started going, then the churches had, they had these little, I'm going to call them churches loosely because they're not really churches, but I'm going to call them a churches or these events. You had to sign a waiver, right? That's you, right. That you're okay to be hugged, right? Isn't yeah, that what touched, we're talking about? yeah. Touched. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Because some, some of these little um, events that are planned, private events that are planned uh -huh. within Burning Man, um, they require um, maybe scant clothing. And touching or and hugging. Touching and hugging and not being afraid about other people's bodies. Right. Um, because it's, it, it's some places did not require clothing. Right. It was closing. Well, closing and they would do. They would. They would paint their bodies, right? They would. They would yeah. paint their bodies, or they wouldn't. Mm. And so, yeah, they were having them fun. <laughs> he touched Rod me. I, I was just trying to appreciate the art. Look, if you go to a museum and you can't touch the paintings, hands off Mona Lisa. Okay. That's yeah. right. <laughs> uh, maybe I will go to. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I, 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 I thought I had to paint time. myself up. I had about four or five gallons <laughs> to paint my body. To, 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 to regular <laughs> castle of debauchery. <laughs> All right, we'll come back and talk about Deshaun Watson's. Uh, Hey, he responds to the 22 lawsuits, and it's time for De uh, Deshaun Watson's side to be heard. We'll be back.
Radio Law Talk will continue in just a moment right here on your favorite radio station and also on radiolawtalk.com. We'll be back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. And I know this place right down the road, quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 
And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800-711-9218-800-711-9218-800-711-9218. That's 800-711-9218. Oh, come on. Oh, stop it. Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. And RadioLawTalk.com. We always bring this up at Radio Law Talk. You're innocent until proven guilty. We are absolute proponents of that. Whether you are left, middle, or right, you better be a proponent of innocent until proven guilty. And we always discuss the problems with Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and, and the, the Internet now. It's so fast uh, that people are are guilty before they even have a chance to defend themselves. And, and again, we're not on, jumping on Deshaun Watson's side, but you have to understand, people, everyone has the right to be heard, and they have a right to, to have their day in court. It's an interesting thing. There's 22 lawsuits against Deshaun, Houston, Texas quarterback uh, Deshaun Watson, for, in a, among other things, kind of sexual uh, harassment and uh, what was the other? Uh, um, um, sexual assault, right? Assault, assault. I'm sorry. That was what I'm trying to think of. And this is civil cases. There's no criminal cases pending. These are civil cases. It's brought by one law firm that brought that, that have these 22 individuals that are claiming uh, this that this occurred. Deshaun Watson has now uh, filed his, his answer to the complaint. And by the way... When you file answers to complaint, you, you don't necessarily to personal injury case or an injury case there, or, or this type of uh, case. You, you don't have to name every little uh, detail of facts because that's what's going to occur during the discovery process. You're going to get the facts out. But the problem here is, and I feel bad for his lawyer and Deshaun, is you're fighting two battles, right? A legal battle and a publicity battle because his 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 – is three. What's the third? The third is the NFL. NFL. That's exactly what I was going to say. And then also the NFL is yes. quote and as quote is saying is this is very disconcerting. And it's like wait a minute, you know and they're investigating yeah, them as well. Yeah, deeply disturbing. They said, and and I hate to say this, and again I'm not jumping on his side. What's deeply disturbing? Someone the allegations. Now allegations, you know the person's innocent until proven guilty. So it would be disturbing if this is true. That's disturbing. But why don't you? Figure it out and look into it before you say it's disturbing NFL, right? And so what's happened now is Deshaun has, and again, we're going to come and find out, look, see, Fred, he actually did this or that. Look, I'm not saying what's right or wrong or, or who's done what. We've got to let the system work its way through without pointing the finger. And so what he has done is answered, and we kind of a little talked uh, off uh, the air about this Uh Kind of more than they should have or needed to answer, right? Right. They kind of had to go go out in a, on, more on a limb for publicity. Reasons. Try the case in public, basically. Yeah, and so, but here's some interesting things. So, um, basically, uh, they're, they're, the lawsuits are alleging that he f- he forced uh, sexual activity on some of these uh, only individuals. Two of, only two, two. alleged that. Yeah, and two alleged, and the rest don't even uh, allege that. Right. And his argument is, no, that was consensual. You know, and so it comes down to 
uh, what his legal responses were. All right? So you want to go over his legal responses? And these are some of his responses. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll go over some of those. But In a minute. Th- now, the interesting thing here is I, I don't do – when somebody is charged with a criminal complaint, we don't have to file an answer in a criminal complaint. And right. We don't we have to do a filing. But in a civil complaint, um, back when I – a long time ago when I did employment and labor, back when – back when whatever. Uh, look, if a complaint is filed in a, in a state complaint – an answer can be, my recollection is, an answer can be something along the lines of, we deny generally everything right. that's in the complaint. you can generally deny it all. Now, yep. In a federal complaint, if a, state, if a complaint is filed federally, usually you have the, the numbered paragraphs in the complaint, and you have, you know, paragraph number one, on information and belief, we deny this in paragraph right. one, and right. they go through each paragraph. Now, the format of the filing in the Watson response in Texas, in Texas, in Texas. This, yeah. it was not a paragraph by paragraph denial. It was just a a denial that put it out there, and then they included subheadings. That, look, some plaintiffs allege this, and this is a response. Some allege this, and they and this is our response here. It was it was a format that I have never seen before. Right. In response to uh, allegations like this, it was sort of a uh, look. There's a lot of stuff out here, and a lot of responses, but. Apparently, if you know, you look at it and you really peel the onion for which plaintiff, which is this, which is this, you can tie a lot of what they say to a specific plaintiff's complaint. But there are some where, OK, we don't know which one this applies to. And there are some plaintiffs that made allegations where it's like we don't see a, an, a, a proposed defense that applies to this specific allegation. So it's a little confusing, but never seen that format before. Right. And uh, he actually um, states these are our issues against uh, 16 different plaintiffs and names them. And then the other plaintiffs are left unnamed. And then what was odd about this to me is that there were not specific affirmative defenses stated. That part was odd. Well, see, I don't know Texas law, and I wish we can get Chip Evans, our, our, my Texas partner, in here. But, but I don't know that you have to under, under, you know, under the state of Texas. Like, right. like Tata, you just generally deny it all, and you're going to find out through the discovery process what you know, your defense is. Because they don't know what these individuals have said to other people. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm not, again, I'm not saying they said this, but oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, shoot, I'm going to get a little bit of extra money here. I'm going to just try to make this allegation. Again, only two have alleged that there's been any sexual conduct. And one of the arguments is, you know, that they made is that he wanted to be nude or at least, um, all, you know, uh, partially. partially. But I, that's uh, again, what happens when yeah, you have uh, a massage. Thank you. And I'm, I've only had one in my life. And I don't go get the massages. And, I, and I, we're in uh, uh, Thailand. And my wife wanted to get it. And we did the, you know, multiple. So I said, okay, just as long as you're there. And But it is. It's it's like, wow, uh, I got to take what off? and do. But you just you basically have a towel over the top of you, right? Did he just or over your, sheet. Or sheet mm-hmm. or something. But it's so you you are partially naked underneath there. Yeah. So exactly. And, and so, so to me, these allegations are are interesting. So before we go on to what their their some of their defenses are, do you have anything else before we hit that? Well, no. I was just going to get into the the first uh, cluster of allegations that the response addresses. Sure. Go for the allegations. Okay. Then, then we'll go over uh, what what their answers are to these. So I so I'm reading this off of the actual filing that was right. uh, that was posted. And and it, it starts out with the heading problems. It's just all bold all caps. Problems. This is this is the plaintiff. This is this is the, the defense. defense response. Oh, response. Okay, gotcha. And gotcha. so it, it says quote problems with the plaintiff's allegations. And it says Mr. Watson received the plaintiff's names 
less than a week ago, based on what we have been able to determine so far, these plaintiffs are not victims of any type of misconduct, much less sexual misconduct. Subparagraph A says, this is the title, after the massage therapy sessions with Mr. Watson, plaintiffs bragged about, praised, and were excited to massage Mr. Watson, period. And then they give one, two, three, four, eight or nine different uh, paragraphs that talk about each individual plaintiff that had an allegation. But note that the sum total of the responses under this don't cover all plaintiffs that made this allegation. And, and, and look, the responses are along the lines of, I'll just give an example, the first one, plaintiff, and the name is redacted, claims in the lawsuit that she was, quote, disgusted by Mr. Watson, yet after her therapy session with him, she bragged to friends and family members about massaging Mr. Watson and told them she thinks he is a kind person. And so, look, at trial, if that's the actual evidence that comes out to counter man the claim that she was disgusted and, and to prove that this was a consensual act you know that might bode well for mr watson but that's in the complaint and we have examples like that for several of the plaintiffs but not all of them but not yeah. six from and, what yes. i could tell yeah and here's the deal so we've just started on this deshaun watson thing we've got a minute and a half to go until the end of the second hour we're going to go into our third hour so those of you who want to hear the rest of deshaun watson's case i think he needs to be heard also uh go to Radiolawtalk.com, if your station only listens to two hours. Some of it listen to three hours of our show. Radiolawtalk.com, you click on the live button, listen live, and you can listen to us live uh, for hour number three. You know, it, and we're going to get into this, but listen, 100, 200 years ago, even 50 years ago, for the most part, cases like these weren't necessarily tried in the press the same way that we are now. We knew right. allegations against Deshaun Watson before a complaint was even filed based upon press releases, Instagram, Twitter, and all that. I get why this complaint, this def- response needs to be filed the way it is, because it's not just fighting what happens in court. It's fighting the public perception outside of court. And if he doesn't do that, if he's truly not guilty, and he doesn't fight this, his career is done. Yeah, it's NFL. I mean, they're going to say, we don't want to touch you, the Houston yeah. Texans. So uh, anyway, we'll be back. We'll talk about Deshaun Watson. We're going to do a case or no case. Hang on with us. Put your seatbelts on. Hour number three. As Fred said, there's more Radio Law Talk coming up on RadioLawTalk.com and on many of your favorite radio stations. But if not, click on over on the web to RadioLawTalk.com. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, 
Make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-990-3125-800-990-3125-800-990-3125. Again, that's 800-990-3125. 